from the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling. Betting, fantasy, preview, all that good stuff for week uh, 14 in the NFL. Four weeks left, sir. Danny Flecker joins us. Is this the last week of uh, fantasy regular season? No, it was last week, so congratulations to the individuals and teams that have made it to the playoffs. Uh, today should start most fantasy playoffs, unless you're in some weird league that um, does week 15 and 16 only, but it should be starting uh, tomorrow for a lot of teams. Well, so, most leagues I know do take week 17 off because the guy's resting. Is that not a trend? No, it is, but you know, depending on how many people you have in the league and how you format your, your league and everything like that, it can depend on when you uh, do the playoffs. I know I was in a league that I, I hated this format, but they did two-week playoffs. So you would do weeks uh, 14 and 15 and 16 and 17, and it was just brutal. Like You can't determine going to play and add drop and everything else like that so we thankfully we changed it this year but um every fantasy league is going to be a little bit different so mostly i'd say about 90 percent of them will be starting uh on thursday and that thursday game is jacksonville tennessee um uh which is basically a four and a half point um favorite for tennessee Big, big game for Tennessee in this spot. Do you like it as a betting, and do you like it in general? I don't like it at all. From a betting perspective and from a fantasy perspective, these teams play ugly. It was, what, 9-6, I think, week three or four of the regular season. Granted, uh, Blaine Gabbert was playing, but uh, these teams play very ugly games uh, against each other. I think that... Uh, Mariota doesn't necessarily play well against the Jaguars, and the Jaguars have a backup QB playing and limited offensive weapons. I, I just think it's going to be a very ugly game. I think we're going to go back to that traditional Thursday night type of game we've seen in the past. I, I don't like any of those matchups for any offensive player on either team. I think maybe the defenses will be good plays. You know, uh, Tennessee has the number one scoring defense in the NFL, the Jaguars. Despite their struggles, their defense has played well the last couple of weeks, and they played well last week. So uh, I think that if you're going to make any play this week, it's the defense is for both the Titans and the Jaguars. Any offensive player I'd be looking elsewhere to maybe find some production from because this is not the matchup that you want uh, heading into the first week of the playoffs. No, it uh, does not seem that way. Um, what games do interest you uh, on Sunday for this week? It was tough. I mean, last week I felt pretty confident with the, the favorites I took, and last week was the week of the dogs. I think the dogs went 12-4 and four or, or close to that last week, depending on what lines you got. Um, and this week, it, it presents a weird matchup slate because there are a handful of teams that are still in the playoff hunt, especially in the ASC and in the NSC. There, there are some games that are tilting one way or the other depending on, on the matchups. I mean, you have four and eight Giants team going into Watson on the road at three-and-a-half-point favorites, and that line I read today swung six points just because of Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy swung the line six points, so it's tough, but I'll go over some games I do like. I like the Rams right now at minus three. Sunday night game, and Chicago's going to be cold. It's a good defense. Everything 
anything like that, but as of right now, there's been no starter name for Chicago. And even if Kaminsky is back, I expect a little bit of rust. Uh, I mean, they relied a lot in the Giants game on their running back, Tariq Cohen. Their other running back, Jordan Howard, had some good runs, um, but nothing spectacular. Their wide receivers were inadequate. Their tight ends didn't have a single target. I think it's going to be hard for them to bring that type of game plan in against the Rams where you need to score a lot of points for to be successful. So as of right now, if you can get the Rams at minus three, I think that's a bet worth making. Um, the Rams are a superior team. Their offense will probably figure out a way to, to get things going. Barkley had 125 yards rushing against them last week. Gurley is a similar, similar type of bat. We will do it on you know, through the air and on the ground. So that's the team I like this week. I also like the Saints. They're minus eight, minus nine, depending on where you're getting them. And the one reason why I like them is two two reasons. One is they win, and they win in style. They're going to put more pressure on the Rams to play a better game. Two, they've had two of their worst offensive performances the last couple of weeks. Their defense their defenses played awesome the last two weeks. They held uh, Atlanta at 14, but 17 points. And Dallas, 13 points. They are getting up to the pass there. They're tackling well. They're creating turnovers. Tampa's a team that's prone to turnovers. I do like the Saints to come back. And if there's anything that's scaling your offense, you want to go against Tampa. So I think the Saints bounce back in a big way this week. They want to avenge their loss they had in week one as well. So I think Tampa comes back pretty. I mean, I think New Orleans comes back strong and, and tries to run Tampa out of the building. Uh, this week. Another game I like a lot, too. I, I mentioned the Giants. I mean, you're going against Mark Sanchez. How open is that offense going to be on a short week against a divisional opponent they beat earlier this year? Usually, that's those type of games. You want to take the opposite the second time they're playing against each other. As bad as Eli looked last week, let's give a little, a little credit to Chicago. I mean, their defense is number one in the league right now, and Washington is in a situation where they're either playing for a playoff spot or they're playing for next year. So I just think the limited offensive options for Washington really creates a very one-dimensional type of game for them. I like the Giants to be able to do enough on offense to beat Washington, and I think it's three and a half, three, depending on where you're getting it. Game I like is Houston versus Indy. I like Houston. They're either minus five, minus four and a half, depending on where you're getting it. Part of me thinks Houston's going to fall off. They're going to lose the game. They've won nine in a row. They've been covering a lot lately, and their offense and defense needs to be clicking. But after Indy had an opportunity to maybe separate themselves from the wild card last week, they laid an absolute dud against Jacksonville team. They put up nine, 29 points against at home. Indy's on the road again, Houston's clicking. They know they have to keep pace with the Patriots and the Chiefs to maybe sneak into that number two seed. Uh, I like Houston at home. So those are the games I like to pick. Um, as you look at the slate, before we get to the games that you want to avoid, we've got some just ginormous lines. We've got a 14.5 point line here for the Chargers over the Bengals. And we have an 11 point line for the Steelers over the Raiders. The Steelers line, I think, makes sense. The Raiders got up for Kansas City. Gruden has a thing with them. I think the Steelers roll. I don't like that 14.5 point line for the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh 
has no other choice. They have to roll, right? Like, they are in a situation where if Baltimore wins and they lose, they, they lost the division already. Like, that, you know, and they have the Patriots and State coming up, too. They have no choice. They have to show up and at least win. Um, but Pittsburgh is another team on the road, and I didn't like what they showed last week. And granted, Oakland's not even saying Games you don't like? I don't like Dallas. I don't, I don't like Dallas for Philly. I think that game's going to be a bloodfest. I can't determine which way it's going to go. Dallas has been hot. Philly has won two in a row. It's a big install for Brad. I'd avoid that game. I, I think Philly's going to play a little bit tougher than they did a couple weeks ago against Dallas. They, they might figure something out. Who knows? But I don't want to touch that game at all. I mentioned Pittsburgh. Um, I, I, I think they're, I don't know, Denver, the Denver game, I don't want to be on Denver, but I saw early today they lost Emmanuel Sanders. So who is their number one wide receiver? Yeah. That, that's the game that you probably want to avoid. Um, San Francisco does tend to pull off these types of upsets or covers at this time of year. And Kyle Sanhan is still a good coach at the end of the day. He's going to be able to figure something out. They lost Chris Harris last week. I think that's the game you want to avoid as well. All right. Fantasy. We're in the playoffs now. Big time. You got to step up. You got to make your picks and have them ready um, and and hope that, 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 that who you start and who you sit is the right choice. Fantasy yeses this week. I mean, there were a decent amount of injuries last week that maybe curtailed the way people picked people up this week. I mean, Matt Breida, if Cisco got hurt, he's out this week. I think uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. was a popular pickup this week. Jalen Samuels on Pittsburgh was a, pop- was a popular pickup this week. And for some reason on Yahoo, he's available at tight end. So you can maybe start like six running backs in your league, depending on how it's formatted, and throw Jalen Samuels in there at the tight end for you. Um, uh, Chris Carson seems to be a little bit iffy. So maybe Mike Davis might be a good play this week, but that is a Monday night game, so you maybe want to stay away from that. Uh, I don't know too much about how they plan on using him. And Monday night's always risky to wait until then to like set your lineup. But if you have Mike Davis and you have Chris Carson on your team, you might want to wait and see how that plays out. Um, Phil Lindsay has been an absolute animal the last couple of weeks. You definitely want to start him. As you have a Denver team, Cortland Sutton is another guy that you probably want to start. You know, given Emmanuel Sanders' injury today, he tore his Achilles. He's going to be the number one option out there in Denver, so he's definitely somebody you want to throw into your lineup. Um, and then I think he's playing maybe a tight end is Rhett Ellison. Who knows if Evan Ingram is going to play. Rhett Ellison's had a couple of good games as a Giants tight end. Um, Eli seems to be comfortable throwing to him. He knows Pat Shermer's offense. Uh, being in Minnesota for a couple of years while he was a tight end coach, Pat Shermer seems to trust him and, and let him run. 
every single route that Ingram was running. So he's somebody that maybe you want to throw out there. Another Giants player that maybe you've been afraid to start is Sterling Shepard. I mean, he hasn't really done much the last couple of weeks, but I expect Norman to shadow Odell as much as possible, and we know the history between those two. Shepard should be getting some good matchups uh, against Washington in that game. Um, and from a quarterback perspective, it, it's tough. I mean, you've had guys like, I know, I, I have Aaron Rodgers. He's underwhelmed a ton this year, but there really aren't a lot of other options out there. But, you know, if you want to throw Jameis Winston in there, if he's still available in some leagues, I know he is in some of mine. Maybe he's a good good play against uh, the Saints. You know, they might be down a lot. They throw a lot. You get some garbage time points and, and maybe end up with 25 to 28 points for him. He's trying to play for his career in Tampa, probably, right? I mean, there's a high likelihood that if he doesn't perform well in this stretch, he's gone. You know, if you're Tampa, you probably are playing the what-if game. Uh, you know, Jameis has looked good the last three weeks, and they pulled off some, some wins here and there, and uh, they've beaten some good teams with him in the lineup. It's just one of those things where I think the Saints is in a terrible matchup for them. But from a fancy perspective, if you're losing, you're throwing. So yes. that's not a bad bad place to look if you're if you're looking for uh, some some points this week. Ah uh, yes, the virtues of blowouts in football. All right, your fantasy knows. You've kind of said some of them as as, as we've gone along, but your fantasy yeah, knows. Uh, I said Tennessee and Jacksonville. Yeah. Completely. Um, Josh Adams for Philly. I think I deployed him this week. It's a tough match against Dallas. I, I, I just, Dallas at home is a different type of defense, and if I can play somebody else, I might be doing that. Um, it's going to be a shot, but Tom Brady is a, is a sit for me this week if you have other options. He just plays terribly in Miami. The offense has looked like garbage the last couple of weeks. They'll win the game at the end of the day, but I don't think you're going to get the type of fancy performance you're expecting from Tom Brady this week. Gronkowski is another one. It's tough to look other other places for tight ends, but I'm sure fantasy owners have been very underwhelmed with it this week, this year in general. But if you got to play him, you got to play him. At the end of the day, like we're really running thin on players that you're plugging in and plugging out. These are more of like um, I don't like than than sit completely. And um, you know, if I'm looking elsewhere too, like Odell Beckham, I don't know if he's going to meet your projections this week, but. He's so good that who knows what he's going to be able to do. He's just on another level. Um, By the way, did Fantasy uh, Motors get points for his touchdown pass? They should. They should have. I mean, it was a touchdown pass, so they should have. It depends on how your league scores things, but they should have gotten points for that. Um, All right. So any other no's here before we close up shop for tonight? Not really. I mean, at this point in the year, you're, you're looking for maybe gems or for like hidden ta- for players that might play because players are hurt. I mean, you look at Cincinnati, they play all their best skill players on IR, AJ Green, Andy Dalton. You know, maybe you're stashing Giovanni Bernard because you think that Mixon, if Mixon gets hurt, you know, he might, might get a lot of run. Um, maybe some backup running backs in LA for the Rams. Because, you know, the Rams clinch the number one seed, maybe week 15, week 16, you're running out some backup running backs for some play. But 
like I mentioned last week, you're, you're really running with the team that has got you here, and you're hoping that the matchups present the opportunity for you to capitalize on it. As always, thank you, sir, and good luck this week. Thank you, my man. And thank you for listening to this edition of Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling.